everyone. This is Caitlin. And this is Lacey and Silas. And this is Women in the Trailer Industry. Well, Lacey, you have a little bit of update for the crowd before we get started today. So what's going on? So um, before when I was pregnant, we were talking about like all this, all the things that go into that. Like, how do you, what do you do once you have the baby? And, and then we talked a little bit once I had him about how blessed I was to be able to bring him, but it is time to send him to daycare because you can't maintain, (laughs) you can't maintain super boss and mom status for a long time. Right. I mean, I guess you can, but not for me. I'm speaking on my own behalf so I can be fully invested in my kids whenever I leave work and be fully invested in my team whenever I am here. Not that I haven't been, but I'm, I'm, he's big enough, I feel like, to send him and he'll be fine. And I think, too, it really helps to have somewhere that you can send your kids that you already trust and know. So I fortunately have other children who have gone to the same daycare and um, they really just treat my kids at Mimi's place just like their own. And it's just really comforting to know that they're in good hands and it helps you to be able to be free when you're at work and not be like worried the whole time. And especially like, I know when I've started Lily the first time to my youngest to, to school and daycare and they're young and they're too young to tell you like what happens in the day to day. So then you're always mm-hmm. like have that worry in the back of your head. Like, how do I know everything's okay? Yeah. And you're playing off their emotions. Right. And at first they don't want to leave their parents. And so you're like, is something wrong, but yeah. everything is fine. Um, but anyways, I'm excited. I think it's good for him too, um, for structure. Um, and, I'm just wanted to say that this would be his last podcast that he will be joining us on. So just to start it with that. Well, we'll miss him. I know I haven't heard him much compared (laughs) to ours. You know, they were fussing the whole time, but. (laughs) Well, you had, we had a lot more babies at that time too. We did. Yeah, we did. We had, we had three at once. Yes. And that was enough. Yes. More than enough. For sure. <laughs> I'm, I look back and I'm like, how did we re- survive those times? I don't even know. We just survived. Uh, well, y'all did. I, I was kind of just watching. Like I had just, I had a kid that you I probably, just put in daycare. So. Yeah, I had yours at home yes. and you're like. <laughs> yeah, for the couple of days that I came in, I saw y'all struggle. And it's a great struggle to have too. I mean, just to be able to to have your kids and then be have the opportunity to bring them until they get big enough where you feel comfortable for them to go. And yeah, so yeah, for me definitely, and this is kind of turned into its own thing. But yeah. we'll continue. Um, it's definitely hard for me to concentrate yes. at work with them, and I don't. I think it can be done, but I don't think for some reason I have the mental capacity to. Yeah. W- Stop worrying about my kids and focus on work. So Well, and it's not really your kids, right? It's that you're wor- focused on everybody else. Like you don't want yeah, your kid to wreck true. their day or their calls or whatever that is that yep. they're trying to get done. Because so. mine will be running up and down the hallway <laughs> screaming like yes. wild heathens. I have two like that too. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And you made a good point, you know, going home and disconnecting. And um, I realized the other night, like, how do you even do that? You know, yeah, it's hard specifically the last month, like I've struggled with the disconnecting and like even last night my husband was like, do you have to constantly be doing something? And I'm like, yeah, I kind of feel like I do, you know, like I can't just freaking stop and lay down. Yes. trying to navigate that right now so that's a little random but it is but I mean that's life I feel like we try to keep it transparent and tell you guys 
where we are in life because I know very well that there's other women out there that are at the same point and or they're gonna be and just to know like we're feeling it with you and we're walking through it with you and you're not yeah. alone you know yeah. so he oh, is mean mugging no, he's yeah. he's my number three so I maybe you're gonna talk or move the mic yeah uh, <laughs> so maybe I won't cry toys. whenever I drop him off but um oh, but you definitely will yeah luckily he's only five minutes away from me so it's all good but go visit him yes well, I don't know if we're going to cut that one off um, and make that its own episode or not, but we'll go into the one we were talking about. Um, is, how long was that? So too short to make it through. Too short. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go into what we were going to talk about today, and that is um, having an all-hands meeting, what that looks like, the importance of that for your organization, yeah. and then the struggles – um, and the remote and in-house person work environments um, in the modern age where you can go out in the world and get anybody who you need for the skill set you want. So um, tell me a little bit about what you learned and some things you can throw out there for everyone. Okay. Um, so what we learned, and I feel like we learn every time we have a like a meeting yes. where we have the whole company together. Every time we get a little better, um, every time we think we like, okay, next time I'm going to get it, like do it this way and it's going to be great. And then you get there and you're like, all right, next time I'm going to do it this way. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> you know, so um, I feel like we learn every time this, the, I think we should really just speak first on what the importance of an all hands meeting is. So tell us what the importance is first and then we'll talk about so specifically for our organization, the importance was, you know, it's a time to really get aligned on the vision. Um, they say repeat yourself seven times. I know we feel like we repeat ourselves a lot more than that, but it's interesting how everyone's perception of what you're saying is. And I hear it all the time and it just blows my mind because I'm like, that is not what is said. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like there is a reason why you say it seven times for people to get it right. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly it. Cause I'm like, I didn't even say that, but okay, we're going to go with it and just kind of repeat ourselves again, but really get aligned on your vision, what everyone's purpose is of coming to work every day, and then, you know, what they're working towards um, in their own financial, you know, and personal life. Um, So really getting aligned on all of that, and then maybe just a little bit of coaching too and training while you have everybody there. Um, But alignment and not only that, but rocks what everyone will be working on the next quarter and then maybe decisions that were made um, in the company so that everyone's aware of things we will be doing that we may have said that we weren't doing and vice versa where things we won't be doing that we said we were. So Also, um, just as it goes, a lot of people, um, I know he's making me <laughs> turn him around, so sorry for the sting face, um, but a lot of people move in and move out. And in that time, like the last time we had our company company conference, yeah. we were like, you know, we, we had, I don't know, 10 less people than we have right now yeah. or new people, new faces. So mm-hmm. they hadn't even been introduced to some of the, They are now like the yeah. one-on-one, but not with a company setting. So that's really important too, is to remember like you have all these new faces yeah. and while you talk to them one-on-one, it really re- reiterates it when you have a company meeting that's like, hey, this is where we are. We're going to align on our goals. This is where we want to be. This is what we did. 
this is where we could be better, you know, how that goes. Yeah. So, And I didn't even realize that until the newbie slide. And yeah. I was like, why did we create folders for <laughs> all of these people, like big binders with the hundred yes. pages, like not half of them aren't here, but several people, you know, went to, they were in school. So they yeah. went to get a job and what they went to school for, um, maybe change locations um, and did different things. But I'm like, all that content gone to waste. You I know, know, right? So I'm like, leave your books <laughs> yeah. on your way out. <laughs> yes, exactly. We'll, we'll reuse these for whoever's here next. Yeah. But, but it, it did go to show, you know, how many new people we had in getting them all the content because they may not have known any of that. Right. right? So that was definitely interesting for me too. Also getting feedback. So sending a survey before we start giving everybody's like, um, where they are, where the, how they're feeling, sending us or making them do a survey or asking them to do a survey um, after the meeting, seeing where they are, seeing how they feel about it. I know like for me, um, sometimes reading the room is like, I can, th I can think one way, excuse me. And then you see a survey and it's like completely different. That's not where their mind, like it wasn't as bad as what you thought. Yeah. Right. You know, so um, it's definitely a lot of pressure on a leadership team because you want to make it relevant. You, you have to say these things and you have to get everybody on board, but you also want them to want to be there. Yeah. You know, So it's like that toggle of in between, like, how do I make this relevant, fresh, awesome, cool, fun, like all these things and not like, when can Boring. we leave? Yeah. <laughs> I know when everyone's staring at you, like with this look on your face, on their faces, you're like, okay, well, I don't know if I'm doing a good job or not, but I'm going to keep going. Keep rolling. So. We got to get through it. Yes. <laughs> um, but you know, once you do get those feedback surveys, they're really not as bad as yeah. you are preparing them. Like, oh my God, it was so horrible. And so, um, I think we came to the conclusion like, well, I guess that means we're doing it semi-right, yeah. so we can be glad with that yeah. and just kind of live in that moment and, and go forward, so. Um, I think also, um, well, not also, but speaking on a, a little bit about the struggles of having a remote team and a physical team, um, especially when you're presenting something, I feel like this was our first true session where we had a good amount. So we had seven people remote and then we had obviously the rest of our crew there um, with us. So the struggle of speaking to the crowd that's there, keeping them engaged while also not forgetting about your remote workers, um, but also trying to get the remote team and the physical team working together in some way. Um, I feel like we did a good job of like separating it out so like if you ask the physical team a question and they're working together on something have your remote team work in a chat where they're working together mm -hmm. on it too so the interaction it goes both ways and then everybody shares that was another key thing that we did that was really important i think is to have everybody share mm -hmm. um so they're not just watching the whole time they're actually engaged and have to participate well, it didn't even dawn on me until you just said that, that we made them sit on the computer for three to four yeah. hours yeah. and stare at a room. <laughs> yeah. That was so far away, they couldn't see it. So that's interesting. I didn't so even think about that. too. Talk on that. Like, yeah. what's important about knowing your setup when you have a remote team? Um, for setup, I it always ends up. In my experience, you envision it one way and then it happens another. And that can happen for a lot of reasons. Um, one reason is maybe you don't know the setup the place you're going to has to be able to accommodate what you're trying to do. So for me, I wanted the presenter shown, but I also wanted the room shown. 
but I also needed the Google Slides to work. Right. And I also needed them to be heard. But then I also needed all of this to be recorded at the same time mm-hmm. for maybe content use or something at a later use. And I don't think all those boxes were marked, but I don't think it was bad by any means, but it's just something to learn that one, you may have to go test with the equipment if you're wanting it to be perfect. Two, get rid of the idea that it'll ever be perfect. And then three, you know, just really trying to be clear about what you want. And then if you know you'll be doing it at the same place for several times, then you know, you know, a better setup for the next time. And so just to continually try to improve with that. For sure. And I think with the, with the main goal of engagement and getting, being able to get your point across. So making sure that your setup is and tested for that goal to be achieved. So Mm -hmm. whether stuff's going to happen and it's not going to be perfect. Right. But, but for you to make sure that everybody on the team is just as receptive or can be, has the opportunity to be just as receptive with your setup, with, your um where you stand even where you stand in the room like can you be heard can you be seen Mm -hmm. and all those things um are are good to think about before and I mean we get better like I said we get better every time we'll know for next time this was our first time with this remote team so I mean it's just like awesome in itself that we have a remote team that is I, I said I hit it on in our meeting but like if you have the ability to have a remote team, um, obviously there's positions that you can't, like a fulfillment position, but there are some that you can. And to be able to reach that skill, no matter where they are, and uh, to be able to put that into your company and funnel it into your company is just so awesome in this day and age and like technology and what we can offer mm-hmm. um, to be able to be- boost ourselves and not be limited to um, our region or whatever that might be for, mm-hmm. for skill. So. For sure. Um, another important thing is, you know, send the slide deck. Yeah. <laughs> send the send the pamphlets, send yeah. the everything you're giving to the in-person team. Um, because when you do break for those moments, the remote team's like, okay. What what, what am I supposed to be looking at? Yeah. yeah. What are you referencing? Yeah. And and that didn't even dawn on me personally. So me um, either. <laughs> I'm like, even, yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah, like send send everything even down to the links in your slides because yeah. as we found out, sometimes audio is not going to work for that. So, um, Or the slide deck. Yeah, you know, so safeguard that they for had that. All that. So, well, I guess the slide deck would have it. So, yeah, and uh, the link. Yeah. But. So, yep, definitely that for sure. Yeah. If nothing else. So um, that they have a, a way to follow what you're talking about instead yeah. of just relying on a recording because then they could have had the presentation on the other screen and been able to follow so yeah good stuff learned there yeah um overall I think it was a success and um a lot of things we learned so that's always good and um we know our struggles for next time yeah so just to recap um an all hands meeting even if you aren't going through EOS some kind of meeting that aligns your whole company on what your goals are what you've set for the quarter um what you're trying to achieve and why um, this is our budget and this is why, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is what we're trying to reach and this is why. So we could get, pay you all more money. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So we can have happy customers. Um, and then make sure that your setup is good for no matter what kind of team you have there, physical and remote. Mm-hmm. And then the pamphlets and the paperwork. Yeah. Make sure you send all documents. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty basic stuff, it but is. stuff you live and you learn. So yes. hopefully we can help you along the way. Um, But that's about all. Sorry, Silas is distracting me for his last (laughs) podcast. 
babies. <laughs> he, he's, um, he's making himself known for his last one. I don't I think know. I've ever turned him around on a podcast. Probably not. So, so y'all are priv- privileged today. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's all we have today. Uh, we have NATDA coming up in August. So um, excited. TTPO is a silver sponsor. So yes. excited about that. And women in the trailer industry in full send. We'll be in the lounge this year. Yeah. So we're doing a podcast and we want everybody to come watch the podcast, be in the podcast if you want and reach out to us if you want to do that. Um, and there's lots of exciting things in the work for women in the trailer industry specifically. So yeah, yeah absolutely. So yeah. like, subscribe, follow us on YouTube, anywhere you stream your podcast and don't forget about Juan at full send. All right. Thanks. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs>